So if you listened to the introduction of my reason for even doing the podcast, you see that it takes you through this journey of a woman in her 40s and who all of a sudden finds herself heartbroken and alone and wonders, now what? What do you do now once you are heartbroken? What happens next? So I know that I went on that journey. I took you on that journey. That was a little different than the average uh, podcast or story, but it was important to kind of see, get the highlights before we continue on in these, uh, this series, these series of conversations about being heartbroken and being alone and and rebuilding and just relationships and love in general. And I called it the nude perspective because I didn't want to edit. I wanted to just speak purely from my mind, my heart, my soul, my spirit, whatever you want to call it. Because many times I find that in the industry that I was in, I tend to be able or I tend to edit everything to make it sound perfect but life isn't perfect so in the first episode I talked about being an older woman dating a younger man which in this series they we will go more in depth depending upon the questions that I receive or from friends and from 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 fans alike When you are heartbroken, it feels like it's an unexplainable feeling when you are truly heartbroken. I remember being supposedly heartbroken when I was young, but that compares to nothing when you are in love or were in love. And I touched on it a little bit. You can be in agreement with the breakup and still be heartbroken. I was in agreement with the breakup, like I said, over a year ago, even though technically we just broke up maybe four or five months ago. So if you're in that stage where you are just broken up and you feel there's no one out there and you feel that there's no one that understands you but the person you are with, You're wrong. Many of us are going through a heartbreak right now as we speak. Some are in the very early stages. I mean, just as yesterday. Some of us are further along, like in the third month. It's still heartbreak. When you spend most of your time and most of your days, besides when you're going to work or... uh, or going to school, whatever, with that significant other. Your souls become connected. Everything you do is intertwined. You suddenly feel like one. You forget your friends sometimes. They become secondary when you first fall in love, which is understandable because you're in such bliss. You're in such la-la land. I don't know. (laughs) Your brain can only focus on one thing. It's something that we tend to do, of course, naturally. But again, you're heartbroken. Now what? The first few days or the first few weeks, you tend to just cry. (laughs) ball up and don't you don't really want to be around anyone and I that's that that happened to me and I, I kind of didn't understand it because I told myself I'm like you you asked for this you you also even though it's you know what I guess it it it's different because he left the house and I remained He left the apartment. So every morning I woke up, it was as if I was still, he was here. His cologne was here. His stuff was still hanging in the closet. Oh yes, we broke up, but we did not clear out the house. 
His clothes still remained. His scent still remained. But I thought, this is just like before. Are we going to be back together or is this real? He wanted to leave. I wanted him to go. He wanted to stay. I wanted him to stay. This went back and forth for a, a, a long, long time. But when something happens, when he cheats or you cheats, and you know that this is that, that in this very moment, this is the end of something. It is now broken. The relationship is now broken. Your heart is broken. It's a scary place and it hurts like hell. <laughs> so I do understand heartburn. I'm experiencing I'm I'm months in, but if you're like me, You understand that the pain lingers. And it has these stages, these weird stages that you possibly can go through because I went through them. I went through, I'm perfect. I'm okay. For some reason, I've, I have no regrets. I feel wonderful. I'm, I'm over it. I think this is the stage that, or the point that I'm beginning to be able to live without him and see my life without him. And I'm like, I'm out of it. I'm out of the hard part. I'm out of the, you know, the storm only to find myself right back under my covers, holding my pillow, crying my eyes out. Weeks later, asking, and, and, and I didn't understand how I could be feeling so great one moment, thinking it's the turnaround point. So if you feel great sometimes, I mean, <laughs> Be happy because there will be those moments where you will be so low that you feel like it started, it was just the beginning. And here's the thing. I'm talking to you because I'm actually going through it. I'm not, I'm talking to you about the past, but I'm also talking to you about the present moment because love is, it loves, love is a tricky thing. Everyone can tell you not to do this, not to talk to him or her. And regardless, if that opportunity comes and it opens, I mean, if both of you still love each other and you both happen to have that <laughs> feeling of like you need to see your friend or you need to be around this person, both of you experiencing separation anxiety, and then that's even worse. So again, at this moment, I'm talking to those who seem to, you can't really separate from each other, even though you both broke up. I mean, you both were in, in agreement. One may be less in agreement than the other. But you still have that magnetic, that connection, that something that just brings you together. So that's my experience. Like, he was my best friend. So even though I thought I can't be with him, I don't want to be with him. I missed him crazy. I missed him terribly. And then he as well missed me. So we went through this stage of we shouldn't be together right now because it's not fixed. <laughs> Whatever was broken wasn't fixed, but because it hurt both of us, it hurt so much. You just want to come back together. You just want to be with that partner that you are glued to. You want to be, you want that half to become whole. Like you want that hole to be filled. You want the pain to alleviate. So we were drawn back together and we speak or we spoke every day still. So that was bad. You know, they talk about the, the, the no contact rules and 30 days, 60 days, whatever it is. We, 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 we failed at that. We failed at that. The second time around, the interesting thing is you do believe in your mind that you want to get back together because the single life is horrible or the loneliness is, is too, it's unbearable. So if you're in that stage, 
But the one thing that I do agree with is no matter what you do, do it for, forward. Get up. At you, after a few days of, the, of, of crying and sobbing, then you, you may become angry. But this too shall pass. You will have moments of doubt. But your desire to get through the pain and to be on the other side of it should be stronger. If you have one good friend that's there to support you, you're lucky. I have a friend who would check on me and tell me, how amazing I am and how wonderful I am and all the things that I've done and all the things that I still have to do. Just move forward. So uh, my advice to you is if you're in this stage that, that I am in or similar, just move forward though. Designate, pick a time when you want to cry. I mean, sometimes it just hits you. You hear a song, you, you, you see something, someone in the street and reminds you of him. Just do it forward. And what I'm saying is, I, if you're familiar with the phrase, fall forward, fail forward, love forward, grow forward. Just do it forward. So through your pain, make sure that you're going to that gym. So the pain is going to be there. The pain is going to be there waiting for you at the door when you get home. When the lights go out and it's just you in the lonely bed, it's going to be there. So you might as well make the best of it because it will be there. So my advice is to what I've been taking. I've been going, working out. I've been taking on new hobbies because yes, meanwhile, in the meantime, it is a distraction somewhat. It is a distraction, but it's a positive distraction that once I'm on the other side of this hump, I'm going to benefit from. So those of you that are in pain, Don't feel that there's no one out here that feels your type of pain, that it was just unique, special to you and him. No, we all experience pain. We all experience this gut-wrenching pain. The kind that you can't get out of bed from. But... You have to start listening. Instead of listening to love songs, turn the love songs off. Turn them off. Mute them on your phone, whatever you have to do. Start listening to positive things. Like I said, cry, yes, but cry forward. Listen to positive uh, speeches. Listen to the motivators. Listen to TED Talks. Listen to um, the the other gurus. Listen. I don't care whatever's your style, and then listen to those that are not your normal style or choices. Listen to new people. If you shared experiences with him, from I mean, if it bothers you that some of the people that you're listening to now, you and and and, and him listened to before, then sw- there's so many on YouTube that could give you the the motivation, the motivational speeches. I mean, personally, there's certain people that I listen to a plethora of. I listen to a lot because I can go from Earl Nightingale for finances, who's way back where all of these motivational speakers uh, get their 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 stuff from their knowledge or their, you know, some of it, the bulk of it back in the earlier days before our time. These were great speakers. So go listen to something motivational every morning. Cut the love songs off. Don't try to be, don't try to create this whole little movie 
and, and, and only put him as the star and role. I heard that once, and I think that was by Guy. Uh, what's his last name? Guy Winch? Guy, oh my gosh. Look him up because he speaks of that, how we fantasize and how we, how we romanticize the love that we lost. Please go look him up. Because he taught me a lot and he put it into perspective. Now, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I still cried through it every now and then. It just hit me. But listening to people like Guy and Tony and, 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 and even like the Les Browns and the uh, uh, who else? There's so many. There's so many. The, you know, even the Mind Valley group. Uh, so there's so many that you can listen to that can get you through it. So like I said, this whole episode is about, yes, it's, it's, it's a continuation about the heartbreak. And, and now it's like, now what? Now we have to get through this together. Every morning I'm waking up still. I'm here with you right now. So this is, this is not something that has never happened to me. This is not something that my friends told me about. This is something that I'm going through with you, that I'm, I'm going to walk you through because I may be weeks ahead of you. You may be months ahead of me, but still stuck. We will push each other through together. So what I'm saying is we are heartbroken and we are alone. And some of you, let me tell you one thing that doesn't work. There are different types of people. What I found that my my ex could do is he can go, he can he can go right after the breakup, go out, sleep with a woman, or date girls, and that's his way of getting me off his mind. I tried dating, but it took me maybe three months or four months after just going out on a date, and all I found myself was comparing. How much this guy wasn't like my ex? How come he? How come he doesn't understand me? How come he doesn't do this? I mean, I'm talking about 11 years with someone, comparing somebody I've only known for a couple of months or a couple of weeks or, or a couple of days. So you might be at that stage or you might have experienced already how horrible that is. So if you go and just try to fill the void, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't work. Typically, for if you're a woman like me or, 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 or similar, it doesn't work. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't party. I mean, I don't mind going out to a concert. I don't mind going out to, uh, you know, out with friends to have a good time. It's not that I'm just, I was never really a partier. I mean, I went to private parties or, you know, special invites. That, that, that was me because I was coming from the industry. So, of course, I would go to some industry parties, but I'm not really the partier. I don't drink heavily. I don't smoke. I don't do anything like that. So... Um, I love having fun. I love music. I love dancing. I love all of those things, but I don't have the alcohol to numb my pain. (laughs) So if you are not a drinker or a smoker, then you know what I'm talking about. It is brutal. So I say, every morning, wake up to something positive. Start a ritual. Just like, I mean, I swear Tony Robbins is awesome for this, but he got me there through it like I said I was crying but I was crying forward it's it's so important it helps you get through the day because that's what we're talking about baby steps we're talking about day by day then we're going to work on your mental and those 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 speakers help you work on your mental as well because a lot of it is in your mind so one thing that we need to stop doing is putting him on a pedestal Yes, you loved him. Yes, he's a great person. Or yes, he's an amazing man. But he's not at, he is at fault as well. Another thing that I learned from from Guy and from a couple of other um, YouTubers, um, I remember when they said to write down all the the bad things because your mind will take care of the rest. Your mind is going to make him out to be this um, amazing hero. And that made so much sense to me. So in my phone, I actually did the work. I wrote, what is it that I felt about him? What is it that made me say we are not, I don't want to be with him? Even though, again, he ruined it. He destroyed it at the end. I mean, he blamed me, but I, I, it, it took two. It took both of us. I'm, I'm going to admit, it was both of us. But this is about healing and about learning. So, um... I did find myself making him out to be 
the hero, making him out to be the star, as as Guy said. And uh, my leading, he was the leading, the leading man in my romantic movie. So I, when he said that, I got it. And so I hope that most of you that are listening will get it as well. Don't give them that starring role. Put them in as an extra in your movie. And the only way to do that is to write out what are the things that you didn't like? What are the things that you want to change? What are the things that he did to you? And you guys really have to write it out because I had to do it. At first, I just nodded and I thought I could hold it in my head. But no, because what crept in, what kept creeping, crept creeping in was the great things about him. The way he smiled and the way he joked and the way he made me laugh and the way... And the way he held my hand and the way he held my waist from behind and the way he made love to me and the way he said I love you and the way he cooked and the way, I mean, I, oh my gosh, I went on and on about how amazing this man was until I had to realize I am only thinking about the good things. I am not thinking about those moments that he didn't listen to me or the moments that he went out and talked to other girls on me and the times that he did this and that. I mean, once I started writing it out, he wasn't such the hero, I thought. But it, was, it wasn't until I wrote it out. So I'm telling you, write it down now. If you have time, if you are, the only reason you do not have time is if you are driving. Write it out. Type it out in your phone, whatever. You have no excuses. Stop. And don't be the victim anymore. Don't be the freaking victim. I mean, you, 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 you were the victim in the very beginning, maybe. But you are the only one that has, has the power to change that. So let's get out of the victim zone. Write it out. Write out what were the things that you felt that betrayed you in this relationship. What, was the, what were the things he didn't do right? Don't romanticize him. Now, he, you have to remove him from that leading role. You have to. You have to put him in as an extra. And the only way to do that is to do that list, look at it whenever you're feeling like putting him up on the pedestal again. I guarantee you, if you really honestly write out everything wrong, this is just to get you through the stages because you're going, your heart wants to give you, your brain wants to give you what you want. And if you're not strong, you're going to constantly feel the pain and want to want him to fix you. It's time to fix yourself. So write it out. Write it out. I keep stressing it because I just feel like some of you might not be writing it out. Do not nod when you listen to people, when you listen to podcasts, when you listen to YouTube, uh, when you listen to TED Talks, when you listen to inspiration. And I, I, whatever you're doing, do not just nod. You have to take action. I am doing everything forward, everything forward. You will hurt, but you will move forward doing it. You will do everything. So I am exercising again and I'm finding out, wow, you know what is an eye opener? You have, you do this. And, and this is something that I will learn and I will never do and carry on to the next relationship. So there is a blessing in this. You will become your better self. So now I found, I don't know if you're like me, but I was the one who, even though I felt like we should break up, I was the one waiting for him to feel the same way so that it wouldn't hurt us so bad. It taught me a lot about myself because I did it in my, pre in my previous relationship. I wanted to break up, but I just was like, I can't do this. I can't fail. I have to make this work. So I didn't want to leave. I wanted to wait till he understood it was time to go. Like, that is the one thing I just don't want to do anymore. And I won't. And that is the only reason why I said it was a mutual breakup. Because, yes, I thought about it a year before he brought it up. 
but it doesn't matter. I still stayed and, and, I, and I stayed a little longer because sometimes in order to fix something, you have to let it break so that you can rebuild a better brand, rebuild a better model. And that's what's happening now. Like, if I could tell you the truth, we, ha- we are speaking. It hurts, but like I said, it may not make sense, but I'm hurting forward. I'm fighting through it. He is a great person, but I did see his faults. I, I, I only started rebuilding with him after I saw the faults in both of us. We still make mistakes on the phone. We still sometimes take it back. But then guess what? We are at a place where we are determined to move forward with or without each other. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm not depending on him. He's not depending on me. We are doing, we are living our own lives separately. We are still not living together at all. I am living my life as if I don't know what role he's playing. He's not playing my leading role anymore. I'm not his leading role. We're still a part of the cast because you forever will be in that movie. So I am in the thick of it, ladies. I am in the thick of it. Every relationship is different. And like I said, I'm going through this with you. You might be ahead of me. You might want to send me something and tell me what what not to do or what lies ahead. But guess what? There's so many different paths to take. But I know this time I'm going to make the right choice. I may fall a little bit, but I know in the end, I'm still going to make the right choice because I'm strengthening myself. I'm depending on, I am, I am depending on myself for once. That person is just to enhance you. He doesn't make you. He can't take you to your success. He can't take you to your happiness. You have to do that alone and they will enhance it. And that is something that we are not taught. So that's why we instinctively make mistakes through life. No one, there's no class on how to love and how to, you know, when you're in school, there's no class that shows you how to love correctly so you're gonna fail but let's fail forward you guys let's stop making the same mistakes so don't rush into another relationship if you're feeling lonely just deal with it and 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 distract yourself but distract yourself with something that once you're clear and you're on the other side of the storm it's gonna benefit you that is all i'm talking about right now everything you do Please do it forward. And whoever made that freaking phrase up, I don't know, is a genius. Because you cannot be stuck. You have to see the end goal. You have to send the, You have to see the end game. So just picture the end game. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? You may be hurting, but I'm I'm running through this pain. I am running, crying. I am hurt wounds and everything but i see the end game so that is the most important what is the end game i'm gonna change this i'm gonna make this call your end game we are not there yet okay ladies but this is we're this episode is gonna i'm gonna turn it into the end game i decided right now like i said i don't edit i don't do anything so there are stutters there are mistakes there are pauses whatever but it's important that i talk to you from my heart because I don't want to edit my life. So that's what we're, we're going to talk about, the end game. So we're going to fall forward. We're going to love forward. We're going to hate forward. Everything we do, I don't care whatever emotion you're feeling, just go keep moving forward towards your end game. Let's do this together. I'm about to go work out right now. I had my tea. I did my morning meditation, my ritual is in place (laughs) get your rituals in place ladies you can cry later but what we're doing is moving forward because if you even wanted this person back if you really found that he's amazing in the end you don't even know what you're gonna want until you become your better you stop looking for people to become to make you that better you stop it No one taught us. So now we are going to become our better selves first. Then the right one will come along. 
along. But guess what? Also, when we move forward and we become our better self, we become more confident. We can become more picky. Because your shortcomings stop you from going for greatness, even in a man. So let's do this together. Let's fall forward. Let's love forward. Let's cry forward. I don't care what we do. Let's go forward towards the end game. So if you listened to the introduction of my reason for even doing the podcast, you see that it takes you through this journey of a woman in her 40s and who all of a sudden finds herself heartbroken and alone and wonders, now what? What do you do now once you are heartbroken? What happens next? So I know that I went on that journey. I took you on that journey. That was a little different than the average uh, podcast or story, but it was important to kind of see, get the highlights before we continue on in these, uh, these series of conversations about being heartbroken and being alone and, and rebuilding and just relationships and love in general. And I called it the nude perspective because I didn't want to edit. I wanted to just speak purely from my mind, my heart, my soul, my spirit, whatever you want to call it. Because many times I find that in the industry that I was in, I tend to be able or I tend to edit everything to make it sound perfect. But life isn't perfect. So in the first episode, I talked about being an older woman dating a younger man, which in this series, they, we will go more in depth. Depending upon the questions that I receive or from friends and from, from, from fans alike. When you are heartbroken, it feels like It's an unexplainable feeling when you are truly heartbroken. I remember being supposedly heartbroken when I was young, but that compares to nothing when you are in love or were in love. And I touched on it a little bit. You can be in agreement with the breakup and still be heartbroken. I was in agreement with a breakup, like I said, over a year ago, even though technically we just broke up maybe four or five months ago. So if you're in that stage where you are just broken up and you feel there's no one out there and you feel that there's no one that understands you but the person you are with, you're wrong. Many of us are going through a heartbreak right now as we speak. Some are in the very early stages. I mean, just as yesterday. Some of us are further along, like in the third month. It's still heartbreak. When you spend most of your time and most of your days, besides when you're going to work or uh, or going to school, whatever, with that significant other your souls become connected everything you do is intertwined you suddenly feel like one you forget your friends sometimes they become secondary when you first fall in love, which is understandable because you're in such bliss, you're in such la-la land, I don't know. <laughs> Your brain can only focus on one thing. It's something that we tend to do, of course, naturally. But again, you're heartbroken, now what? The first few days or the first few weeks, 
you tend to just cry. <laughs> Ball up and don't you don't really want to be around anyone. And I that's that that happened to me and I I kind of didn't understand it because I told myself I'm like you you asked for this. You you also even though it's you know what? I guess it, it it's different because he left the house and I remained. He left the apartment. So every morning I woke up it was as if I was still I don't, he was here. His cologne was here. His stuff was still hanging in the closet. Oh yes, we broke up, but we did not clear out the house. His clothes still remained. His scent still remained. But I thought, this is just like before. Are we going to be back together or is this real? He wanted to leave. I wanted him to go. He wanted to stay. I wanted him to stay. This went back and forth for a, a, a long, long time. But when something happens, when he cheats or you cheats, And you know that this is that, that in this very moment, this is the end of something. It is now broken. The relationship is now broken. Your heart is broken. It's a scary place and it hurts like hell. <laughs> so I do understand heartbreak. I'm experiencing I'm I'm months in but if you're like me you understand that the pain lingers and it has these stages these weird stages that you possibly can go through because I went through them I went through I'm perfect I'm okay for some reason I I have no regrets I feel wonderful I'm I'm over it. I think this is the stage that, or the point that I'm beginning to be able to live without him and see my life without him. And I'm like, I'm out of it. I'm out of the hard part. I'm out of the, you know, the storm. Only to find myself right back under my covers, holding my pillow, crying my eyes out. Weeks later, asking I and 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 I didn't understand how I could be feeling so great one moment thinking it's the turnaround point so if you feel great sometimes I mean <laughs> be happy because there will be those moments where you will be so low that you feel like it started it was just the beginning and here's the thing I'm talking to you because I'm actually going through it. I'm not, I'm talking to you about the past, but I'm also talking to you about the present moment because love is, it loves, love is a tricky thing. Everyone can tell you not to do this, not to talk to him or her. And regardless, if that opportunity comes and it opens, I mean, if both of you still love each other and you both happen to have that, <laughs> feeling of like you need to see your friend or you need to be around this person both of you experiencing separation anxiety and then that's even worse so again at this moment i'm talking to those who seem to you can't really separate from each other even though you both broke up i mean you both were in, in agreement. one may be less in agreement than the other but you still have that magnetic that connection that something that just brings you together so that's my experience like he was my best friend so even though I thought I can't be with him I don't want to be with him I missed him crazy I missed him terribly and then he as well missed me so we went through this stage of we shouldn't be together right now because it's not fixed. 
<laughs> Whatever was broken wasn't fixed, but because it hurt both of us, it hurts so much, you just want to come back together. You just want to be with that partner that you are glued to. You want to be, you want that half to become whole. Like you want that hole to be filled. You want the pain to alleviate. So we were drawn back together and we speak or we spoke every day still. So that was bad. You know, they talk about the, the, the no contact rules and 30 days, 60 days, whatever it is. We, 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 we failed at that. We failed at that. The second time around, the interesting thing is you do believe in your mind that you want to get back together because the single life is horrible or the loneliness is, is too, it's unbearable. So if you're in that stage, but the one thing that I do agree with is no matter what you do, do it forward. Get up. After a few days of crying and sobbing, then you may become angry. But this too shall pass. You will have moments of doubt, but your desire to get through the pain and to be on the other side of it should be stronger. If you have one good friend that's there to support you, you're lucky. I have a friend who would check on me and tell me how amazing I am and how wonderful I am and all the things that I've done and all the things that I still have to do, just move forward. So uh, my advice to you is, if you're in this stage that, that I am in or similar, just move forward though. Designate, pick a time when you wanna cry. I mean, sometimes it just hits you. You hear a song, you, you, you see something, someone in the street and reminds you of him. Just do it forward. And what I'm saying is, if you're familiar with the phrase, fall forward, fail forward, love forward, grow forward. Just do it forward. So through your pain, make sure that you're going to that gym. So the pain is going to be there. The pain is going to be there waiting for you at the door when you get home. When the lights go out and it's just you in the lonely bed, it's going to be there. So you might as well make the best of it because it will be there. So my advice is to what I've been taking. I've been going, working out. I've been taking on new hobbies. Because yes, meanwhile, in the meantime, it is a distraction somewhat It is a distraction, but it's a positive distraction that once I'm on the other side of this hump, I'm going to benefit from. So those of you that are in pain, don't feel that there's no one out here that feels your type of pain, that it was just unique, special to you and him. It No, we all experience pain. We all experience this gut-wrenching pain. The kind that you can't get out of bed from. But you have to start listening. Instead of listening to love songs, turn the love songs off. Turn them off. Mute them on your phone, whatever you have to do. Start listening to positive things. Like I said, cry, yes, but cry forward. Listen to positive uh, speeches. Listen to the motivators. Listen to TED Talks. Listen to um, the the other gurus. Listen, I don't care whatever's your style. And then listen to those that are not your normal style or choices. Listen to new people. If you shared experiences with him, 
from I mean, if it bothers you that some of the people that you're listening to now, you and and, and, and him listened to before, then switch. there's so many on YouTube that could give you the the motivation, the motivational speeches. I mean, personally, there's certain people that I listen to a plethora of. I listen to a lot because I can go from Earl Nightingale for finances, who's way back where all of these motivational speakers uh, get their 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 stuff from their knowledge or their, you know, some of it, the bulk of it back in the earlier days before our time. These were great speakers. So go listen to something motivational every morning. Cut the love songs off. Don't try to be, don't try to create this whole little movie and, and, and only put him as the star and role. I heard that once and I think that was by Guy. Uh, what's his last name? Guy Winch? Guy, oh my gosh. Look him up because he speaks of that. How we fantasize and how we, how we romanticize the love that we lost. Please go look him up because he taught me a lot and he put it into perspective. Now, don't 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 get me wrong. I still cried through it every now and then. It just hit me. But listening to people like Guy and Tony and and, and, and even like the Les Browns and the uh, uh, who else? There's so many. There's so many, the, you know, even the Mind Valley group. Uh, so there's so many that you can listen to that can get you through it. So like I said, this whole episode is about, yes, it's, it's, it's a continuation about the heartbreak. And, and now it's like, now what? Now we have to get through this together. Every morning I'm waking up still. I'm here with you right now. So this is, this is not something that has never happened to me. This is not something that my friends told me about. This is something that I'm going through with you, that I'm, I'm going to walk you through because I may be weeks ahead of you. You may be months ahead of me, but still stuck. We will push each other through together. So what I'm saying is we are heartbroken and we are alone. And some of you, let me tell you one thing that doesn't work. There are different types of people. What I found that my my ex could do is he can go he can he can go right after the breakup go out sleep with a woman or date girls and that's his way of getting me off his mind. I tried dating, but it took me maybe 3 months or 4 months after just going out on a date. And all I found myself was comparing how much this guy wasn't like my ex, how come he how come he doesn't understand me, how come he doesn't do this? I mean, I'm talking about 11 years with someone comparing somebody I've only known for a couple of months or a couple of weeks or or a couple of days. So you might be at that stage or you might have experienced already how horrible that is. So if you go and just try to fill the void, it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't work typically for if you're a woman like me or, 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 or similar. It doesn't work. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't party. I mean, I don't mind going out to a concert. I don't mind going out to, uh, you know, out with friends to have a good time. It's not that I'm just, I was never really a partier. I mean, I went to private parties or, you know, special invites that, that that was me because I was coming from the industry. So of course I would go to some industry parties, but not really the partier. I don't drink heavily. I don't smoke. I don't do anything like that. So um, I love having fun. I love music. I love dancing. I love all of those things, but I don't have the alcohol to numb my pain. <laughs> so if you are not a drinker or a smoker, then you know what I'm talking about. It is brutal. So I say every morning, wake up to something positive, start a ritual. Just like, I mean, I swear Tony Robbins is awesome for this, but he got me there through it like I said I was crying but I was crying forward it's it's so important it helps you get through the day because that's what we're talking about baby steps we're talking about day by day then we're going to work on your mental and those 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 speakers help you work on your mental as well because a lot of it is in your mind so one thing that we need to stop doing is putting him on a pedestal Yes, you loved him. Yes, he's a great person. Or yes, he's an amazing man. But he's not at, he is at fault as well. 
Another thing that I learned from from Guy and from a couple of other um, YouTubers, um, I remember when they said to write down all the the bad things because your mind will take care of the rest. Your mind is going to make him out to be this um, amazing hero. And that made so much sense to me. So in my phone, I actually did the work. I wrote, what is it that I felt about him? What is it that made me say we are not, I don't want to be with him. Even though, again, he ruined it. He destroyed it at the end. I mean, he blamed me, but I, I, it, it took two. It took both of us. I'm, I'm going to admit, it was both of us. But this is about healing and about learning. So um, I did find myself making him out to be the hero, making him out to be the star, as, as Guy said. And my leading, he was the leading, the leading man in my romantic movie. So I, when he said that, I got it. And so I hope that most of you that are listening will get it as well. Don't give them that starring role. Put them in as an extra in your movie. And the only way to do that is to write out what are the things that you didn't like? What are the things that you want to change? What are the things that he did to you? And you guys really have to write it out because I had to do it. At first, I just nodded and I thought I could hold it in my head. But no, because what crept in, what kept creeping, crept creeping in was the great things about him. The way he smiled and the way he joked and the way he made me laugh and the way, and the way he held my hand and the way he held my waist from behind and the way he made love to me and the way he said I love you and the way he cooked and the way, I mean, I... Oh my gosh, I went on and on about how amazing this man was until I had to realize I am only thinking about the good things. I am not thinking about those moments that he didn't listen to me or the moments that he went out and talked to other girls on me and the times that he did this and that. I mean, once I started writing it out, he wasn't such the hero I thought. But it, was, it wasn't until I wrote it out. So I'm telling you, write it down now. If you have time, if you are, the only reason you do not have time is if you are driving. Write it out. Type it out in your phone, whatever. You have no excuses. Stop and don't be the victim anymore. Don't be the freaking victim. I mean, you, 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 you were the victim in the very beginning, maybe. But you are the only one that has, has the power to change that. So let's get out of the victim zone. Write it out. Write out what were the things that you felt that betrayed you in this relationship. What, was the, what were the things... He didn't do right. Don't romanticize him. Now, he, you have to remove him from that leading role. You have to. You have to put him in as an extra. And the only way to do that is to do that list. Look at it whenever you're feeling like putting him up on the pedestal again. I guarantee you, if you really honestly write out everything wrong, this is just to get you through the stages because you're going, your heart wants to give you, your brain wants to give you what you want. And if you're not strong, you're going to constantly feel the pain and want, to, want him to fix you. It's time to fix yourself. So write it out. Write it out. I keep stressing it because I just feel like some of you might not be writing it out. Do not nod when you listen to people, when you listen to podcasts, when you listen to YouTube, uh, when you listen to TED Talks, when you listen to inspiration. And I, I, whatever you're doing, do not just nod. You have to take action. I am doing everything forward. Everything forward. 
you will hurt, but you will move forward doing it. You will do everything. So I am exercising again and I'm finding out, wow, you know what is an eye opener? You have, you do this. And and this is something that I will learn and I will never do and carry on to the next relationship. So there is a blessing in this. You will become your better self. So now I found, I don't know if you're like me, but I was the one who, even though I felt like we should break up, I was the one waiting for him to feel the same way so that it wouldn't hurt us so bad. It taught me a lot about myself because I did it in my, pre- in my previous relationship. I wanted to break up, but I just was like, I can't do this. I can't fail. I have to make this work. So I didn't want to leave. I wanted to wait till he understood it was time to go. Like, that is the one thing I just don't want to do anymore. And I won't. And that is the only reason why I said it was a mutual breakup. Because yes, I thought about it a year before he brought it up. But it doesn't matter. I still stayed. And, and, I, and I stayed a little longer. Because sometimes in order to fix something, you have to let it break. So that you can rebuild a better brand. Rebuild a better model. And that's what's happening now. Like, if I could tell you the truth, we, we are speaking. It hurts, but like I said, it may not make sense, but I'm hurting forward. I'm fighting through it. He is a great person, but I did see his faults. I, I, I only started rebuilding with him after I saw the faults in both of us. We still make mistakes on the phone. We still sometimes take it back. But then guess what? We are at a place where we are determined to move forward with or without each other. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm not depending on him. He's not depending on me. We are doing, we are living our own lives separately. We are still not living together at all. I am living my life as if I don't know what role he's playing. He's not playing my leading role anymore. I'm not his leading role. We're still a part of the cast because you forever will be in that movie. So I am in the thick of it, ladies. I am in the thick of it. Every relationship is different. And like I said, I'm going through this with you. You might be ahead of me. You might want to send me something and tell me what what not to do or what lies ahead. But guess what? There's so many different paths to take. But I know this time I'm going to make the right choice. I may fall a little bit, but I know in the end, I'm still going to make the right choice because I'm strengthening myself. I'm depending on, I am, I am depending on myself for once. That person is just to enhance you. He doesn't make you. He can't take you to your success. He can't take you to your happiness. You have to do that alone and they will enhance it. And that is something that we are not taught. So that's why we instinctively make mistakes through life. No one, there's no class on how to love and how to, you know, when you're in school, there's no class that shows you how to love correctly so you're gonna fail but let's fail forward you guys let's stop making the same mistakes so don't rush into another relationship if you're feeling lonely just deal with it and 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 distract yourself but distract yourself with something that once you're clear and you're on the other side of the storm it's gonna benefit you that is all i'm talking about right now everything you do Please do it forward. And whoever made that freaking phrase up, I don't know, is a genius. Because you cannot be stuck. You have to see the end goal. You have to send the, You have to see the end game. So just picture the end game. Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? You may be hurting, but I'm I'm running through this pain. I am running, crying. I am hurt wounds and everything but i see the end game so that is the most important what is the end game i'm gonna change this i'm gonna make this call your end game we are not there yet okay ladies but this is we're this episode is gonna i'm gonna turn it into the end game i decided right now like i said i don't edit i don't do anything so there are stutters there are mistakes there are pauses whatever but it's important that 
I talk to you from my heart because I don't want to edit my life. So that's what we're, we're going to talk about, the end game. So we're going to fall forward. We're going to love forward. We're going to hate forward. We're, everything we do, I don't care whatever emotion you're feeling, just go keep moving forward towards your end game. Let's do this together. I'm about to go work out right now. I had my tea. I did my morning meditation. My ritual is in place. <laughs> Get your rituals in place, ladies. You can cry later, but what we're doing is moving forward. Because if you even wanted this person back, if you really found that he's amazing in the end, you don't even know what you're going to want until you become your better you. Stop looking for people to become, to make you that better you. Stop it. No one taught us. So now we are going to become our better selves first. Then the right one will come along, along. But guess what? Also, when we move forward and we become our better self, we become more confident. We can become more picky. Because your shortcomings stop you from going for greatness, even in a man. So let's do this together. Let's fall forward. Let's love forward. Let's cry forward. I don't care what we do. Let's go forward towards the end game. <laughs>